Hello, everyone, and welcome to Interview with the Horror Virgin. I'm your host, James Brooks, and with me tonight I have... Robbie Sherwood. Hello. Hey, Robbie. How you doing, man? I'm great, man. I'm just chilling at home. I got the dog next to me, my little puppy, even though he's like 15. And uh, <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm doing well. That's awesome. I'm awesome there. Cool. So I'm going to open up with a quote real quick, and it's by Stephen King himself as he describes author of this author and director of this film i have seen the future of horror and his name is clive barker now clive barker is the author of a bunch of books his most um, famous one is the hellbound heart which was turned into the movie that you're going to be watching tonight titled hellraiser so uh, what is your horror knowledge how like what what horror do you get into robbie I mean, uh, I'm pretty casual about it. I guess like the surface level stuff. You know, I love the movie Hereditary. Uh, it was really good. It was like a very like intense movie. Just like kind of kept me on my feet the whole time. It was very slow moving. It's really good. I mean, you know, the classics, Nightmare on Elm Street, the Halloween movies. I know I watched a bunch. I, just, I can't even think of all of them off the top of my head. But I mean, I enjoy them. And I, I, you know, they frighten me a little bit, but I don't get too scared off of them usually. I just, they're a good watch. They're good with friends and stuff. Oh, definitely. Well, it's good to hear. So you have like a good knowledge of horror films. You have a good library of ones that you've seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally, man. Do you have like a specific genre of horror that you like to watch? I don't know. No, not really. I don't know. Some of the newer ones with like nuns and stuff, like I saw those movies The Nun. It was really, it was very, um, not, or not new, but it's a few years ago, and it was not great. So, I mean, I guess, I don't know. I, you know what? I like the bad ones and the good ones. I don't really, I'm not picky with John or anything. Well, that's good. I mean, like, everybody has their own take on horror, you know, what movies they like, what movies they don't like. People sometimes like, you know, the Annabelle series, and some people just don't like the Annabelle series. Mm-hmm. You, you know, I like horror movies that, Sometimes you don't even need the horror for it to be a good movie. Definitely. Which definitely. is why I like Hereditary, when there's still a lot going on. I, just, I don't know when this is just exciting plots and, you know, it's like good writing, you know, like Jordan Peele's movies. I enjoy Get Out and Us. I loved those. <laughs> um, nice. You know. So, you know, I enjoy, I gravitate more towards those like thriller horror movies than like, you know, just stuff that's like fresh, I guess. Cool, cool. Now, how do you fare with the gore genre of the horror films? It it, it definitely like kind of gets to me a little bit. It definitely kind of go. Ooh. I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I I don't take blood extremely well, or more specific like broken bones and, and like and all that. All the broken bones, like that kind of gets to me. You know, growing up, I always said that the only job I'd rather. Uh, I wouldn't do over working in the school system was working in health Ooh, because yeah. I just can't, I can't handle like too much blood, big wounds, scabs, a lot of bleeding, uh, broken bones. It's just kind of all just talking about it kind of just gets to me. So, no. <laughs> I, so don't, I don't handle gore the best. <laughs> okay. I feel you. So like, let's, I guess we, I could drift towards like the saw films and you would probably like, you know, maybe maybe clench up a little bit at it. You'd be like, Ugh, exactly. I'd be squirming. I'd be squirming, man. <laughs> no, you're Just fine. You're fine. It. I would have to. Well, the movie you are gonna watch may have a little bit in there, but you know, 
<laughs> it's not going to be any broken bones. That much I'll I mean, give you. I'm not opposed to like like watching. Like I'll still watch a movie with it. It just I I, I will squirm, but that's part of the enjoyment, you know. Oh, absolutely. Well, that's good. I, I like to hear that. Now, yeah. when you look at Hellraiser, what vibes does it give off to you? Like if you just pulled up a picture uh, and just looked at it, well, where where is it going in um, your head? From what I remember, I'm gonna pull up a picture of it again. Oh yeah. When I was looking at it earlier, it looks like so I don't know. For one, it's like this man has a bunch of nails in his head. It looks like a demon. Big demon. That pattern is very interesting. It looks like someone kind of took the nails and kind of made a bunch of cuts in his face into like squares, and then I don't know. The nails kind of throw me off. It, it looks I don't know. It's giving me like slightly religious vibes. Slight religious. I don't know. I mean, it's called Hellraiser. So interesting. That, that off. That's also like, you know, hell, heaven, whatever. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> yeah. The, the, gotcha. I, I don't know. It looks like, uh, looks like something happens to this guy. It's weird. He's just a blue bald guy, a bunch of nails in him. Doesn't look like it's hurting at all, though, but I don't know. Black eye. Maybe he has like no soul or something, has complete black, dark eyes. That's what I'm going to, that's going to be on my, uh, my synopsis. Well, I don't know what to say, but not synopsis. But you know what I'm saying. I know. So you're just saying, yeah. like, you have like a feeling of what you're gonna dive into once you, just from the picture itself. Yeah. Yes, from the picture and from what it's called. Okay. Hellraiser picture. Looks gotcha. like a demon with nails in him. So. How looking at it right now? How do you feel right now? Scared on a scale of maybe like one to ten. I'm gonna say like a solid like, you know, like a. I'm gonna give it like a five. You gonna give it a five? Okay. It, it's right now. It's not nothing too crazy, but it's a, it's a, it's a little, it's a little, little scary looking. It's giving you some vibes and everything. Yeah. All right. For something that relates to Hellraiser, how if you had a desire that you wanted, but had to pay a price, would you do it? It there there came with a with a price though. Think about it. Depends on what kind of price we're talking about. Well, that I can't give you. It's just that if there was one thing that you had, whether it be a, a sexual desire or just something that you wanted. Definitely not going to go with the sexual desire because that just always goes to shit. So, <laughs> gosh, I wanted something most. I'm, I'm, it's really hard because, it, I mean, it, 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 it just like if it was presented to me, I don't know what to do in the moment. But just right now, it's given the circumstances, I'm going to say no, because if I don't have it, it's probably not meant to be, or I'll come by it without the, you know, something happened to me. So that's, that's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with, no, I wouldn't. No, you wouldn't? I would not. <laughs> Nothing at all. What if you happen to stumble uh, across like some strange artifacts that whispered to you saying, I'll grant you a wish. Oh God. Any wish, right? Any wish. But again, it comes with a price. I wish I was a risk taker. <laughs> any, any wish, any, any wish at all. Any wish at all. But again, there it is a price. a price. How bad is this price, though? <laughs> I'll let you determine that after you've seen the film. Like, keep that desire in your head of what you want. This is I, I overthink things, so you know, because like I don't know. Am I told that there's going to be a price to pay with this as I get to make the wish, or do I find out that there's a price to pay after? After, um, I mean, I guess if I didn't know about it, then yeah, <laughs> I would. I already have the exact wish I'd probably make. 
I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Well, keep that wish in mind as you go into the film, and then I'm going to ask you what your opinion is when you come back. So just, just hold on to it. Now, <laughs> okay. with a title like in the book for Clive Barker with something mm-hmm. that says Hellbound Heart, you have a feeling it has something to do with, you know, maybe something romance. And here's my next question for you. How would you, how far would you go for love in horror films? Oh, gosh. You know what? <laughs> From previous experiences and how I've been felt, how, how it's left me feeling, I don't even know if I would take some love right now. So, Would you kill for it, though? Does it have to be, like, romantic love or can it be family? Let's stick with, like, romantic, carnal, passionate love. Yeah, no. <laughs> Not right now. <laughs> Not, Not right now. I don't know even if, don't even know if I felt that yet. So I, I wouldn't even understand it right now. I got you. I understand. Now that we've gotten that out of the way, how about I, I'm going to bounce some more quotes off for you or lines from the film. Okay. Let me, I, I always love doing this because I love hearing people's reactions back to be like, I don't know what this means, but I, I, I like it. So here, let me, let me mm-hmm. just pull up my quotes real quick. I'll bounce about three okay. or four of them off of you. Okay. Explorers in the further regions of experience, demons to some, angels to others. What's your thoughts? more time i needed to really sink in you didn't okay i'll say it one more time for you explorers in the further regions of experience demons to some angels to others huh. okay so i'm probably paraphrasing it but i'm just repeating it back you're fine explorers Shit, never mind i already forgot but i know what you said i think that means i think it's kind of like saying you know people who look too far into things maybe are a little bit too curious can be you know can lead to something dangerous to something great or you know that can be you know one of the best things about them or the worst could be a danger could be a success that's that's what that's my answer for that okay that's what i heard all right i got that quote all right here let's give another one i love this one my favorite line from the movie I want to hear him confess himself, then maybe, maybe, but if you cheat us, we'll tear your soul apart. Oh, gosh. Okay. Want him to confess, cheat us, will tear your soul apart. That's basically what he said. Okay. Yes. I want you to be honest, but if you're not completely honest, I'll ruin your life. That's my, trans- that's my uh, translation. You think it's going to be like I that? Know, I guess. Yeah, I mean, confess. Okay. I, I like these whole, like, translating in your head on what probably has to do with the film, like, without any, like, context. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's very... I'm so curious how this is going to end up when I watch mm-hmm. the film. Yeah. All right, here's one more. Oh, no tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. Oh, no tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. I'm guessing in the film where if someone said that, it's probably they're probably crying at a time they shouldn't be. Probably crying when they're not even actually getting physically harmed or nothing serious is happening. And then, <laughs> and then when maybe I guess when they end up something serious ends up happening to them, they don't have those tears to use. Okay, okay, I'm I'm, I'm liking these. Uh, that that last one really got me because I. I... I can, I'm picturing what's in my head already since I've seen it, and I'm just waiting to see your reactions after, or just hearing your reactions <laughs> afterwards, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Well, Robbie, 
Are you ready to see Hellraiser? I am ready to see Hellraiser. All right, well, go and watch Hellraiser, and we'll get back to you in a little bit. All right, man. See you soon. See you in a bit. All right, welcome back, Robbie. Tell us your your <laughs> thoughts. That's that, that's my summary right there. <laughs> that whole that's that's all I can really um. Uh, okay, <laughs> physical words. For one, my dog was howling a little bit. <laughs> he was in the room when I was watching it. I realized the more I got into the movie. The lighter and lighter, I had to turn on my lights. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, uh, it was, wow, it was like really gory. <laughs> and just like a lot of like skin tearing and blood and just, oh, uh, cuts and just deep cuts. And I just like, uh, oh my gosh. Nice. A lot to handle. A lot, a lot to handle. Did have a little bit of like I guess religious aspects to it. They were demons. I was actually pretty spot on about some certain things. Mm-hmm. You were. The house they lived in was, you know, had a little bit of a, a religious sauce to it. You know, some of the look like there's angels in there, old angel pieces, and like the windows were kind of like a, you know, like the old like churchy windows. And, like you've seen a, a lot of churches. Oh, I'm still like shivering. It's like my body was tingling and I was tensed up and like cringing at the sight <laughs> of the gore the whole time. Since um, we're on the since we're on the gore, real quick, how bad was the gore for you? Oh my gosh, it was so bad, bro. It was so bad. Ah, so bad. Oh my gosh, dude, I could not handle I I had to like pause it a few times. It was just too much. <laughs> I was I was really just like putting my hand over my face and just letting my eyes see, and it was just bad, man. Uh. <laughs> what was the worst gore part in the whole film? Oh my gosh, probably like that little ending scene where they just are when he's like grabbing his hand when they like put a hook into um uh the hand he's put they're pulling. Well, Frank, Frank, but in Larry's body and they're just pulling his hand back. Oh my gosh. And then they start just ripping his skin off. <sighs> it's so nasty. Or like the last <laughs> guy that they were killing and everything. Oh, the way he put his hand to his neck and all that. Oh. And it was so creepy when Frank was saying, or when Frank was saying to um Larry's daughter, come to daddy or whatever before oh, yeah. he even had all this. It was like, <laughs> like, dude, you're like sexualizing your niece, bro. Like, that's kind of weird. And just, um, what's the, what's that one girl's name who the wife who was having an affair? I can't remember her name. You know, the, the, the bat, the Julia. Julia. Cause Larry <laughs> was a good, sweet guy. Nice guy. You had to cheat on with, with his brother from the start. Oh my gosh kill his own brother to get and then he kills julia oh hell no and poor with the daughter whatever her name is poor her christy. oh my christy mm-hmm. christy christy oh poor christy poor girl oh i felt so bad for her then and she was just that whole like last like 20 minutes of the movie she's crying and shivering the whole time like <laughs> ooh, oh, oh. felt so bad it was quite the experience though i bet it was how'd you like frank's rebirth scene oh it was 
You mean when they were like doing it and stuff, and then like? Oh no! When his blood hits oh, no, the no, floor. No, no. Oh no! Oh no! I'm thinking of Larry. Oh no! Oh, it was so slimy. Like oh my god, bro! It was so slimy. Why was it so? It was nasty. And then when I look at it, I was like, yo, it's just a, I didn't realize it was Frank at first. I thought it was just a demon coming out of the air. And then mm-hmm. I heard his voice. I'm like, oh, you, you actually sound like a demon. But we're not even going to get into that, how he sounds right now. But like when he was coming, oh, it was so bad. And it was started off like his brother's blood. I don't know why, but that's just weird to me. Ugh. Fun fact in the book, how Frank really comes back isn't from just his brother's blood. Before Frank was, you know, killed by the Cenobites in the very beginning, the book describes Uh him releasing himself. So Frank comes back with a mixture of his semen with his brother's blood. Yeah. Ew. That's, that's so, like, incestuous. It, yeah, in a way it is. It's very strange. Oh, like, (laughs) ew, okay. Well. I can't get that out of my head. Frank is, you know, he's sexually... Deviant. Look at him. He went so many lengths oh to God. get that the pleasure at the very beginning, you know? Yes, I'm like sticking the fingers and I can't even think about like fingers the same way again. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't even know. It was, uh, it was just like, oh my God. And he used a knife to cut her like top off. That was just like, oh, oh my yeah. Lord. I'm about to watch Bondage. What am I watching? <laughs> um, what was the scariest part of Hellraiser for you? The part where Christy finds out, part at the end, no, the part where Christy finds out about Julia cheating and bringing the guys, and when that guy comes out of the door, and Frank first tries to get to her, that's, oh, that was scary. And then when she's in the hospital and all the demons and everything (laughs) come to her, and they're just grabbing her her head, and I just feel like they're going to dig into her head at any moment. I was so tensed up, and I didn't want to watch, but I did want to watch, but I really didn't. But I did, and it was just ridiculous. But and then the end, of course, the end where like they rip apart Frank and Larry's body, and it's like it's like I'm like so happy they're doing that to him, but at the same time, it's in Larry's body, and Larry's just this sweet, obedient guy who really is just caring and everything, mm-hmm. and just rip his ass apart. Oh, people talk about um, at the very ending with that scene. Andrew Robinson had improv that last bit with the whole. Jesus wept and then you know kind of licked his lips in defiance. He he improvised that. They say that people have said that he improvised that. I don't think he's gone and said anything about it. What a G! What a G! What a gangster! That man, yo, that. But going back real quick to the Cenobites. Oh God! uh, Tell me about your whole thought process about the Cenobites. Well, first when he said Cenobites, I thought he was talking about like bugs. I didn't realize that they were called Cenobites. It sounded like a technological bug or something. I don't know. That, the one with, like, not a full mouth that was just, like... Oh, chatter teeth? That noise all the, time. The, the chatterer? Yeah, the chatter teeth. That, I didn't like that one. I didn't like the, not, I mean, the least scary one was the one with all the nails in him. He was the least scariest. The one with just, like, the the nails or whatever by his mouth creeped me out. Mm-hmm. Especially at the end when he's chasing Christy and cutting the walls open and blood's coming out. Oh. Ugh, my chest tightened into like 10 different knots when I saw that. And then the also the one with like the, the weirdly formed one that was chasing Christy in the hospital. I thought he was going to like scratch her back or something or like 
grab her by the back and just like kill her or something. Yeah. When he was chasing or when they were chasing her through the walls and stuff, and I'm so happy that she got out. But that, oh, it was just really creepy. Like, and their voices were weird as hell. Like, oh my god. Interesting uh. thing: the main Cenobite Pinhead is what he's called with all the nails in his head. He's voice. Uh-huh. He he's the actor. His name is Doug Bradley. And interesting uh-huh. thing about it. When they had post-production, like a big party, after the whole film was done, nobody knew who he was because he was so dolled up in makeup, they didn't know that was the same person. Wait, seriously? Yeah. They never saw him without the makeup? Some of the crew did not know who he was. What's his name, Doug Bradley? Yes. I want to see what he looks like. I'm going to see what he looks like later. I'm very curious Mm because that makeup was creepy. It was... Oh, yeah. It's very, very interesting. He's repri- well. I won't say he's reprising his role. He's reprising the voice lines for a video game called Dead by Daylight because they have a Cenobite character. So he's been saying all of those lines that I was saying back to you. The whole oh my gosh, will oh, tell your soul lines. apart is still my favorite. Uh, uh, <laughs> the I like the writing. I'm not gonna lie, I like the writing a lot. It was directed like, by Clive Barker, the same man who again wrote the Hellbound Heart. That's that's very cool. That's very cool. I liked his writing a lot. It was very, I don't, I, I don't know. It sounded real, but it did sound like it was came out of a novel. Like just, I don't know the way the dialogue was, but it, like I can imagine myself reading it, and it would work well. I don't know. I liked it a lot. All right, since really we're cool. still on the Cenobites, we, you were you were talking about some of them. Which one would you say like your favorite is, or the one that you just could not take your eyes off of? You know what the one, the fat one with the glasses. I, I, I'm not saying my favorite, but I couldn't keep my eyes off it. Butterball. He seemed the, mo- yeah, he seemed the most normal. He looked <laughs> the most normal, and that was like, it. Since all of them looked so crazy, it was like crazier that he looked somewhat normal compared to them. <laughs> that he looked somewhat normal compared to them, and was still that insane. Yeah, we're now with the box, the whole box design. What would you, what would you have done with the box if you had found it like Kirsty did? I curious ass would I open that too. Um, I'm a, I'm a dumbass. I'm not even gonna lie. I would open that. I, I mean, I wouldn't know, but I wouldn't be thinking, oh, shit, a whole bunch of demons are coming out. I'm about to get and, but I wouldn't have even thought about it. I would have just opened it like it's a puzzle. You know, I like puzzles, so I would have been like, oh shoot, Ruby's cube. I honestly would have got my best friend Sean. You know, he's like hella smart. I would have got him to. What was something that you didn't like about Hellraiser? I mean. <laughs> I guess the, I mean, like, it, it's what made, it makes part of the movie, but, like, what well, I, I don't like gore like that. Like, I did. You never want to go near hooks again, do you? Also, I don't know. I just don't think the ending was satisfying for me, to be honest. Ending wasn't, it just wasn't very satisfying. I'm not going to lie. And it just goes back to, like, the box all of a sudden at the same place where it was at the beginning of the movie, the movie for another guy to have. Like, how did it even get there? I don't know. It was just, that didn't satisfy me as much. And, like, what happens to Julia after all of that? After, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. It just didn't, that didn't satisfy me, I would say. That would be, like, my one complaint was that didn't satisfy me. And just getting from point A to point B in certain parts of the movie was a little bit choppy. I think it could have been a bit smoother. Okay. But besides that, I mean, it was a horror movie. It did the job. It did the <laughs> job. And it, it had a better story. And it was still better writing than a lot of horror movies, I think. I think that's, that's pretty cool. That's pretty bold, right there. I like it. Now, what would you do with? Why like is a, that an unpopular opinion? Oh no, 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 no! It's just that I think there's some people who have never seen Hellraiser, such as yourself, and you know, a film from the from the '80s, 
But it was a big hit in the 80s, though. That's the thing. Yeah. Because, you know, at the I same mean, time... I mean, I see why. Yeah, you had Friday the 13th during, I think it was like early 80s, so it kind of... I, I, I definitely see why it was popular, but I definitely would say just like, I don't know, just some of the... It was a bit choppy in some of the pacing and just getting from one point to the other. And just, uh, I feel like the could have been a bit smoother. I feel like I didn't. I mean, I know you can't spend so much time getting to know the characters, but I don't know. Yeah, I think I would have been even more scared if I could connect with them and get to know them a little bit more than I did. Which is which is why I did connect with Kirsty a lot, because I feel like even though she didn't get, I feel like, nearly as much screen time as the other ones, I feel like she had the best. I don't know. She, she I, 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 I knew more about her, I felt like. <laughs> well, uh, the story does continue in the Hellraiser series because you have the second one, Hellbound, and they go on from there. Oh, oh, shoot. Okay. There are more. Gee, there's more. I don't know how I feel about it, but like, <laughs> I mean, good, bad, good. Yeah. And it's more of an acquired, like, you know, occult taste for the Hellraiser series. You either love all of I them. I enjoyed or... it. I did enjoy it. I mean, part of the reason why I'm like, you know, the reasons I'm, like, freaking out and, like, cringing are also the reasons why I enjoyed it. Like, it's fun <laughs> to have those feelings. Now, at the very end of this, what rating would you give it out of five? Out of five? Let's say five Pandora boxes. I give, like, I give it 3.6 Pandora boxes. Unopened Pandora boxes, mind you. Yes. <laughs> Three points. Oh, my gosh. No. Never opened one of those. Uh-uh. I'm good. Uh. Robbie, thank you so much for being on the show. I'm glad I have brought you to a new reign of horror. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. I enjoyed it. Are you going to recommend it for others? Yeah, for sure. I'm going to put it on to my bud, Sean. I'll do it. And my dad. I'm going to make my dad watch it. He hates horror movies. I want to see him watch this. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I'm going to scar everybody. <laughs> yeah, I'll blame it on you too, for sure. Well, thank you, everybody. Thank you, Robbie. And you all have a wonderful evening.